welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in the series on resilience in times of change. A course that will help you to rewire and reframe in such a way that you can begin to reverse the effects of resilience and learn how to build a strong state of mind. So let's jump back into where we left off yesterday and I had promised that I was going to go through weeds and seeds today in terms of the garden of your mind. And uh, just as a reminder, we left off yesterday talking about those patterns. So as we go through these weeds and seeds, I want you to think about those patterns. Maybe uh, one of the patterns that you thought of when we discussed the the activity that I often do uh, with those that are on these training sessions, uh, and and that is to, to realize that those thought patterns that come up again and again are typically the weeds that we've allowed to grow. So let's begin by talking about those weeds. All right, so the first weed is rehearsing. Rehearsing the problem over and over. Somebody hurts you, offends you, upsets you, angers you, and you just keep mulling it over and over in your mind. And as you do that, you expand that neural network and it just gets stronger and stronger. And so then that explains those patterns that you would have in your mind that keep haunting you and keep causing you to be reactive instead of resilient. So it's a it's it's good to 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 think about starting to write these down so that you can begin to realize those areas that you've allowed to wire in that are causing you not to be resilient. The next one is unforgiveness. I want to talk about this for a minute. I have done series on the past about forgiveness, but it's been quite some time. And um and before I start with this forgiveness thing, I just want to say to you that what I'm about to tell you is not excusing the person uh, the the organization, the people group that offended you or hurt you. All right, I'm not excusing their behavior. In fact, oftentimes when it comes to unforgiveness, it's something that somebody did to us that was traumatic and awful, and really um, almost unexcusable. Okay, uh, in in some cases you may think it it is unexcusable. But let me, let's talk about what it's doing to you personally. Let's just go ahead and put that person, that organization, that people group on a shelf a minute. And let's just discuss you personally. Because when you are in unforgiveness, it's like pouring a glass of poison for the offender and then drinking it yourself. Because you're the one that's going to be sick. You're going to drop your immune system. You're going to create the stress hormones we've talked about. Uh, You're going to cause this pattern in your brain that causes you to be hurt and angry about it, constantly reminded about it again and again. And every time you're reminded about it, you have to relive all the same ugly emotions that you had when it happened to you. So essentially, you're shackling yourself to the offender and becoming their slave or their prisoner. They don't even know that you're in unforgiveness. They don't know. They, and even if they do know, they may be dead or <laughs> or maybe they really don't even care. All right. I know that's not funny, but it's it's just uh, 
When you think about it, it doesn't make much sense to torture yourself because of something they did to you. And you're the one that's going to suffer the most in short term and in long term. Now, am I saying that you can just suddenly wake up someday and forgive them? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. In fact, it's a journey. For some, it may take weeks, months, years even to get through that journey of forgiveness. It's a decision you make every day over time, again, rewiring the brain and beginning to slowly but surely let it, let those shackles fall off, okay? All right, the next one that I want to talk about uh, as far as weeds is a victim mentality. Now, I will say right away, you can be a victim or a victor, but you can't be both. So if you choose to be the victim to your circumstances, to your finances, to your culture, to your personality, then you're choosing not to do anything about it. In other words, you're just choosing to let it eat you up inside and make you feel horrible day in, day out, like you're a victim and you can't do anything about it, okay? Like somebody's taped you to a chair, they put a gun to your head, and there's nothing you can do. When the fact of the matter is, is you're very smart you are uh, very capable of getting yourselves out of that situation. Now, I'm not necessarily saying you can run away from your culture or your family or your job right off the bat. What I am saying is there are certain things you can do to not allow that, that offender, that person that's making you feel like a victim or that people group or that, that organization making you feel like a victim. There's things you can do to rise above it. Okay, and I love the quote by Frank Sinatra. It says, the best revenge is success, brilliant success. So if you want to stop being the victim and be the victor, look for ways to rise above and succeed in spite of the offender. Okay, that's how you win. All right, again, you can't be a victim and a victor both. You have to choose. The next thing, the weed that, that is often very common is offense. And that's related to a lot of of what we're already talking about. It's interesting that the word offense is often used with the word take. Take offense. He took offense or she took offense or they took offense. Uh, think about it this way. If I was to give you something, hand it to you, a gift or some money, you could choose to take it or not to take it. It's your choice, right? You don't have to take it from me. Obviously, if I was handing you money or a gift, you'd probably want to take it. But it's the same thing with offense. You don't have to take offense. You can choose not to. And you know what? There's no, nothing that is going to upset or piss off your, your enemy more than you just sitting there with a smirk on your face or a smile, not letting them get to you. Think about it. Think about it. So offense is not something you have to take. You don't have to. And every time you do, you raise your blood pressure. You cause effects to your health, to your state of mind, and your well-being. Now, the next one is comparing or inadequacy. So uh, comparing yourself to another person or to people, and this is often on social media, really big culprit there. You might want to go on a social media fast if this is something that's bothering you a lot. But don't compare yourself because you are very uniquely different than anyone else and you have talents and giftings nobody else has, okay? So I am out of time today. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna, I've got two more on the list that I want to cover. So I'll come back and do that tomorrow. And then we'll jump into the seeds that you can sow to create a beautiful harvest for resilience. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Thank you for joining me.